dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and egg, <gasps> as well as a bit of margarine. Kneading all the ingredients together, I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit. Oh my god! Ew! <laughs> communicating i've been slacking on posting and whatnot but there are some family emergencies and just busy with work life and whatnot so but we're back and ready to roll yes we are yeah the work is mostly me because i've been working like nonstop. so <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sucks, yeah. but it's almost over. So yay! Yeah, and everything's good with like family stuff. Everyone's good and healthy, and it's a good day. Yes. <laughs> but we're going to do a true crime episode today. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> we each have a story, and yeah, we're just gonna get back into it. Yeah, so I just have, like, a crazy story to tell you, and I have pictures, so I'll have to send them to you so you can post them, but, um, (laughs) so we go out, and we're going to work, and we go past the one door, and it has, like, a pentagram, and then it has 666, and then it has, like, these little devil, like, stickers on it, and I was like, oh, geez, I took a picture of that, and then... I think it was, like, the next day they, like, drew on the walls, and it was, like, a whole bunch of gnomes, and it was, like, weird writing and all this stuff, and then um, the next time they posted another sign, but they took everything down, and it's just another 666 with a pentagram, but it's in blue now. Where was this? At, it's, like, two doors down. No, in your apartment. In though. my apartment, and then, like, during that week that all this was going down about all this Satan stuff, there's a fire in our building and I sleep right through it. (laughs) So it's like this little fire in the stairwell and everything. And yeah, so apparently Sam went out into the hallway and there was like a chick screaming. She was banging on the door and being like, there's a fire, there's a fire. And then she runs back in and then her boyfriend comes out with like no shirt on, like big old gut. And then with a fire extinguisher and he's like, yeah, I'm ready. And he puts out the fire. The fire department came and everything. What a man. Yeah. You didn't hear the alarm. No, I slept right through it. Oh my God. Night shift. (laughs) That's scary it was in the stairwell, because don't you only have one, or do you guys have two? We have three stairwells, but, like, the stairwell that was on fire was the closest one to us. So it's, like, um, one door down, and then it's at the very end, so. Oh, yeah, that one, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's enough fires, okay? We have so many around us. Right? Isn't this crazy? Fireman, province-wide, <laughs> and, like, evacuating people, giving them, like, 30 minutes. Well, I heard there was one by like uh, White Mud or whatever, like grass fires yeah. and everything. Jeez. You know, I kept getting Amberler, Amberler, and every time I'd like just wake up or yeah. like, look at it because I'm like, do we need to evacuate? I even packed like a little emergency bag in case because they say you should. Yeah. I don't have that much of like sentimental stuff. The only two things I could think of were my grandma's ring and mm-hmm. earrings that Phil gave me. And then, I don't know, just clothes. Yeah, we got Will's dog food and leashes, but it's always good to be prepared. You know me, of course I'll be prepared. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> you just have like a whole bunch of water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. My heart goes out to like everyone in Edson and Drayton Valley. Yeah, very yeah, stay sad. strong. Yeah, 
I know uh, we were we went to Denny's not too long ago, and they were just talking about how like people had like ten minutes just to grab like bare minimum stuff, like your license, and then like get out of your house. Yeah, that's crazy. So I can imagine. And like I heard that Fort Mac might be having some more fires too. So no. yeah, let's go. Don't throw your cigarette butts out the window. Please. Yeah, pray oh, for rain. Please. Pray Pray for rain. rain. I swear we were going to get rain today because there was rain clouds and nada. Yeah, I know. We got like a little bit of rain. What was it last night? I think so. Yeah. And it poured. It was nasty. But it was like 30 seconds of like massive water drops that could almost like take you out. And then nothing. Yeah. I was talking about this with my family last night at dinner. Like, fires are very scary, but, like, I would hate to... Like, I think my fear would be more so flooding and, like, hurricanes. Like, I think I'd rather a little, like... Not little. They're not not little, obviously. But, like, fires than dealing with floods. Where, like, the water's up to, like, your roof. Yeah, I guess so. But, like, fire destroys everything. Like, even the smoke. You get smoke damage on anything and you have to throw it out because that smells never getting out of there. Yeah. And then also it affects, like, our air that we breathe. Yeah, that's right. They're both really hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So hopefully hopefully we don't have to go through it. And hopefully the government, you know, steps up and, you know, make something happen for Mm -hmm. these people that are being displaced yeah well if anyone needs anything i'm always here i'll try yes exactly (laughs) um but yeah nothing Mm -hmm. new is with me i'm just working and the same old stuff (laughs) feels good are you sick Still a little bit. Oh, no. I felt so bad playing Minecraft with you the other day because I was, like, just being so gross on the mic. I was, like, blowing my nose and no, coughing. And... No. <sighs> no, I, I had so much fun. I actually, like, uh, did call in sick. Oh, yeah? Because I wasn't going to. I was going to go in still just, like, so snotty and gross. But I got, like, a stomach ache at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. So I called in at work at 4 a.m. and emailed them. And I was like, that should be enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. But no, I'm, I honestly, I think it might be like seasonal allergies because I'm still like coughing and blowing my nose, but it's not mm. as bad. So I don't know. Probably seasonal. Once all the pollen comes out, then your nose is going to be like three times the size. I never even, like, I never thought I would be that person. Yeah. Me either. Oh, crazy. How's the cats? The cats are amazing. How's Willow? She's amazing. She's <laughs> shedding like crazy. Yeah, my cats are starting to shed, so that's you great. Have, do you have to brush them? Yeah, we are. I'm brushing. I have to brush her tonight. I don't know why. Brushing is just something I lack in Willow. Like, yeah. I, I do it once a week, sometimes every two weeks, but I should be doing it probably every day. Don't judge me, people. <laughs> I walk her every day. <laughs> that's right i, I want to get that uh vacuum brush yeah that those back. are so cool oh, i want that so bad well, let's do some movie lines yeah i have some for you do it all right are you ready i'm ready <clears throat> all right you is kind you is smart you is important is it A, The Wizard of Oz, B, The Help, C, Dead Poet Society? The Wizard of Oz. No! It's The Help. Don't that- you remember that movie? It's about, like, slaves. Well, not slaves, but, like, black people being, like, lower than white people. And, I'm like, sure segregation I've- and all that. I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah. And they're all maids. Yeah. Yeah, and then she, like, makes the pie, and she's like, eat my shit. And oh, she's like, excuse yeah. me? And she's like, you just did. <laughs> You're about to lose your damn mind. <laughs> I'm watch that tonight. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Do you have any movie lines? I don't have movie lines. I have Guess the Song. All right. Uh, well, I'll go through my movie lines, and then we'll do Guess the Song. Okay. All right. So, next one is, I'm... 
just one stomach flew away from my goal weight. A, Devil Wears Prada. B, Clueless. C, Black Swan. Devil Wears Prada? Yes. I recently watched that, so I was like, I think it's that. It was Emily. Yeah. <laughs> what was she saying? Like an almond? <laughs> she was going to eat an almond or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to pass out. Oh, no, a nibble of cheese. <laughs> so sad. So sad. <laughs> you talking to me? A, Dirty Dancing. B, Castaway. C, Taxi Driver. Dirty Dancing? Nope, Taxi Driver. Damn it! I knew it. <laughs> like Taxi Driver. You talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> My dad's shaking his head right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, okay, we'll do my game now. So this yeah. is really hard not singing it. The lyrics. Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird just talking <laughs> the lyrics. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, ready? Ready. <laughs> Rising up back on the street. Did my time, took my chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. Eye of the Tiger. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so weird. <laughs> I love this. That's awesome. Okay, I have two more. She was a fast machine. She kept her mother clean. She was the best damn woman that I ever seen. She had the slight, sightless eyes. Telling me no lies, knocking me out with those American thighs. Oh my gosh, this is ACDC. Um, yeah. Shook me all night long. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> okay, last one. I was so high I did not recognize the fire burning in her eyes. The chaos that controlled my mind whispered goodbye. Um, Whispered goodbye as she got on a plane. As she got on a plane, never to return again, but always in my heart. Oh. I don't know. I knew I'd stump you on this one. I was so high, did not recognize the fire burning in her eyes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. love. Yeah, I immediately know what it is right away. (laughs) With the tune. It makes a difference. That's good. I like that. I should do some of those. Yeah, we'll do some more next time. I like it. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's get into our stories. You want to go first or me? Uh, you can go first. Okay. So, um, before she was known as the soap maker of Corrigio, who killed three women and turned the remains into soap and tea cake, <gasps> Leonardo... Cian Lee was a devoted Italian mother who wanted to keep her son safe during World War II. So, her story begins at the turn of the 20th century. While she was married, she got pregnant 17 times. Of those 17 times, three of the pregnancies were lost due to miscarriages, and 10 of the children died in their youth. Oh, my God. So, I know, right? Oh, my God. That's... Wow. So when it came to her four surviving children, they couldn't have asked for a more protective mother. In 1939, Sian Suli's son, Giuseppe Pansardi, her eldest son and favorite child, announced that he was going to enlist in the Italian army like many Italians during that time. He wanted to do his part in the World War II effort. This announcement combined her belief in superstition, set the wheels in motion for Leonardo Sian Suli, to become one of the most infamous female serial killers of the 20th century. Born uh, Leonardo Sansuli's early life. She was born on April 18, 1894, in the quaint southern Italian town of Montella. Leonardo Leonarda Sansuli had a tragic life from the start. She attempted suicide twice before she became an adult. When she married registry clerk Raphael, Pansardi in 1917, Sansuli claimed her mother cursed her because she disapproved of the marriage. In 1927, Sansuli was imprisoned for fraud. Upon her release, she had her family move from, from Potenza to Lacedonia, not too far from her childhood home, on July 23, 1930. The Irpinia earthquake struck. It would later be categorized as one of the most destructive earthquakes in Italian history. 
Sian Sili was one of the thousands who lost their homes in the disaster. Is this lady, like, have a bad luck charm attached <laughs> to her or something? Like, her, what the heck? Between her suicide attempts, her mother's alleged curse, <sighs> and her various miscarriages, Leonardo realized that her life, to put it bluntly, sucked. <laughs> yes! Yeah, to put it bluntly <laughs> and exactly true, yes! <laughs> So she went to see a fortune teller for some insight. The fortune teller, a traveling Romani woman, did nothing to quell her fears. In your right hand, I see prison, the fortune teller told her. In your left, a criminal asylum. (laughs) (laughs) Superstition or mental illness. Today, it's well understood that a woman can suffer from depression and anxiety after just one miscarriage, let alone three. And this is to say nothing of how her grief would have been compounded by the deaths of 10 of her children that she bought, brought to term. If Leonardo Ciancilli were alive today, she'd most likely be diagnosed with clinical depression, sent to undergo therapy, and put on reg- regimen of medication. But in the 1930s, while living in a small province nestled in the Metis and Picentini Mountains in southern Italy, Leonardo C and Sully resorted to superstition and paranoia. As it turns out, there is some evidence to suggest that C and Sully's superstitions beliefs were a sign of deep-seated anxiety and depression. Today, many clinical psychologists believe that superstitions are born out of fractured minds, attempts to make sense of nonsensical. But of course, it's impossible to know whether modern medical treatment could have pre- prevented what happened next. A gruesome series of murders. Dwelling on her mother's alleged curse and the Romani fortune teller's prediction, Leonardo became deeply superstitious. When her son Giuseppe, Giuseppe told her in late 1939 that he was going to join the Italian army, Sian Sully turned to the one thing that she believed would keep him safe, human sacrifice. <laughs> it's unclear where Sian Sully got her idea to sacrifice humans in order to save her son from dying in World War II. The Roman Catholicism prevalent in Italy during Sansoli's time forbade human sacrifice as an abomination before God. Additionally, there's no known Romani belief or superstition that embraces human sacrifice. But regardless of where she got her idea, Leonardo Sansoli would go on to murder three women before she was caught. The soap maker's victims. Leonardo Sansoli's first victim was a local spinster woman named Faustina Seti. These names, like... Yes, I know. Inviting Seti to her home under the guise of setting her up with a husband in 1939, Sian Sully instructed her to write letters to her family members telling them that she would be visiting the man abroad. But Sian Sully drugged Seti with spiked wine before murdering her with an axe. <laughs> Next, she cut Seti into nine pieces and gathered her blood into a basin. In her official statement after her arrest, she described the things she did next. I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the whole mixture until the pieces dissolved in a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine. Kneading all the ingredients together, I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit. Oh, my God! Ew! (laughs) Though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Cian Sully also reportedly took Seti's life savings of 30,000 Italian lire the equivalent of $17.94, and when adjusted for 2020 inflation, about 332 which she had received as payment for setting Seti up with a husband. On September 5, 1940, Sian found another victim named Francesca Soavi. As with Seti, Sian convinced Soavi that she had organized a teaching job for her abroad and made her write letters to her friends Detailing her trip, and as she had with Seti, she fed and drugged wine, killed her with an axe, baked her into tea cakes, and stole her money. Her third victim, however, would be the last one. Virginia 
Gioppo was a noted so- soprano who once sang at the famed La Scala Opera House in Milan. Wow. Ian Silly had promised her a job working with an impresario in Florence, which prompted Cacchiopo to pay her a visit on September 30th, 1940. As with her previous two victims, Sian Silly fed Cacchiopo spiked wine and killed her with an axe. This time, however, instead of only baking her body into tea cakes and feeding them to her neighbors, Sian Silly also melted her flesh down and turned it into soap. She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat. Fat and white, when it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to the neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. <laughs> Leonardo Ciancilli's arrest, death, and legend. Although Leonardo Ciancilli thought she had committed the perfect murders, she could not have been more wrong. Unlike her first two victims, who had few concerned relatives. Cacchiopopo had a very worried sister-in-law. She didn't believe Cacchiopo's letters detailing her quick departure and had in fact seen her entering Ciancilli's home the night she had left. Almost immediately, she had reported her sister's disappearance to the Reggio Emilia police, who quickly investigated Ciancilli. At first, Leonardo Ciancilli defended herself. It was only when the police shifted the blame toward her beloved son, Giuseppe, that she finally broke down and admitted to everything. Cianceli's trial lasted only a few days. She was found guilty of her crimes and granted a 33-year sentence that echoed the Romani woman's prophecy with eerie accuracy, 30 years in a prison and three years in a criminal asylum. So her fortune teller was right. Very right, yep. (laughs) On October 15, 1970, Leonardo Cicilli died of cerebral apoplexy a type of hemorrhage while she was still in the asylum she was 79 years old her body was returned to her family for burial but her murder weapons including the pot that her victims were boiled in were donated to the criminology museum in rome to this day museum visitors can see her collection of axes and peer inside the vat that she used to boil humans we could go see that that'd be cool field trip italy Oh no! Wait, where's the where's the museum? What did I say? The museum's in Rome. Rome, yeah. Wow. What I don't understand is like, why did all these ladies just like believe her? Like, <laughs> she was just like a mom. I, like, I don't oh, know. I can, I can do this and this for you, and <laughs> like, okay, let's just kill her with an axe. <laughs> You could have like drugged them more. No, it was had to kill him with an axe. I mean that she's a good mom because she I, didn't let the blame go on her son. Yeah, and she just wanted to protect him. But very crazy as well. At least you know she would never harm any of her kids. Yeah, yeah, she was she was crazy, but uh, she drew the line. She wasn't that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Good mom. But 17 kids, could you imagine? No, 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 no. Like 10 no. of them dying. 10 of them dying on you. That That's is thing horrendous. Horrendous. I her. So, <laughs> mine is on something that you actually know about. Oh? But, uh, yeah, I'll just dive into it, and then you can put your input in, too, because we've both seen this little documentary. Okay. It's called Taken in Plain Sight. Oh. The Birchtold first meets the Brobergs family. The Brobergs and the Birchtold's family were close friends and spent countless hours and days together. The Brobergs children, all girls, eventually came to call Birch told dad and also B. Unbeknownst to them, Birch told was simply getting close to them in order to take Jan for his own. He believed they were destined to be together and essentially wouldn't take no for an answer. So Jan was the other little girl 
the daughter of the other family. And then this dad was getting close to the family so that he could get close with Jan because he took a liking to her. So he started grooming the whole family. This was just like such a gross case. But anyways, I'll get into it more. During the first few years together, Birch told gained the trust of every member of the Brogbergs family. He made advances at Marianne Brobert, the the wife. He had Bob Brobert, the dad, jerk him off when he needed it. And he convinced both parents that he needed to sleep in Jan's bed with Jan for his own therapeutic reasons. He has he was so kind and caring and the family didn't suspect that he had an alternative motive. First of all, what? I know when when I watched that I was like, no, hell no. I'm not letting any neighbor know. No, no. It's I- like they get their own room. They get their own bed. Like, it's even weird. Like, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go sleep with your kid, Taylor. Like, that's <laughs> weird, right? Like, it's I just weird. sleep on the couch. But, like, I feel bad for the parents, too. Yeah, like, they were obviously manipulated. And, like, maybe they... It was just the perfect family to do this, yeah. too. And that's also, horrible to say. Back in the day, it wasn't known for, like, these creepos and weirdos to be out there. Yeah, it was all hush-hush. They didn't talk about it. If it was bad to talk about, if it made you uncomfortable, you don't talk about that, you know? And, like, now they make documentary series, like, Mm -hmm. 10-part series about this, going into very detail. But it's good. You should be informed about this. You should be informed about grooming. You should be knowing about this. But anyways, let's get back. The first abduction, October 17th, 1974. One day after school, Birch told, asked if he could take Jane out for horseback riding. At first, her mother was apprehensive since it was a school night. But after all, but after all, eventually she agreed. As soon as she was in the car, Birch told drug Jan and staged a sort of fake kidnapping to look like the two of them had been taken. In reality, Birch told had taken Jan to Mexico, where the two got married. At the time, the legal age uh, to marry in Mexico was 12. Insane. Yes. Jan didn't grasp much uh, from this right away as she was dealing with bigger issues. While she was with Birch told... She was brainwashed via a tape recorder and was given a mission. Jan was told that she was supposed to save an alien race by having a child with Birch Birch told. And she needed to do this by the age of 16 or one of her sisters would have to do it or her family members or all of her family members would go blind or would die. Fearing for her life and her sister's life, Jan and Birchhold had sex. Eventually, Birchhold wanted to return back to the United States, but needed the Brobergs family to agree to the marriage in order to cross the border. The Brobergs family did not agree and insisted instead flew to Mexico to retrieve their daughter. After returning to the United States himself, Berthold was charged with kidnapping. Mm-hmm. After the following first kidnapping, Jan, of uh, confused and clearly not thinking clearly, she believed that she was truly in love with Berthold. Though through the two were not supposed to be back together, they would write letters and talk on the phone. While she was at home and supposedly safe and sound, the brainwashing tape recorder returned to Jan during the night. She believed that she still had a mission to do, and she she and Berthold had had sex, committing a statutory rape multiple times. The Brobert's home life declined and eventually Mary Ann 
had an affair with Birchtold. The it lasted almost a year until they broke it off. Meanwhile, Birchtold was up on kidnapping charges, and Birchtold's wife, Gail, used the fair information to blackmail the Brogue birds to lessening the charges. Sold's sentence was reduced to five years in jail but later dropped to 45 days it ended it, in the end he spent roughly 10 days in jail so he's supposed to serve five and then it was dropped to 45 because of the sleeping blackmail and then he spent 10 days for kidnapping a little girl in jail Phil is trying to touch Taylor with a tape measure. This is not funny. <laughs> but if you could see what I just looked at. <laughs> but yes, no, that's crazy that he only spent 10 days in jail. So yeah. after all this, you'd think, okay, you know, he's sentenced, you know, he can't be around kids, whatever. No. Jan is kidnapped again, August, November, 1976. Later in the summer of 1976, Jan ran away from home, leaving both her family and Burstold distraught. However, the FBI was convinced that Burstold knew where she was, so they put a surveillance on him. Eventually, in November, it came to light that Burstold had kidnapped Jan back in August of the same year. Birchtold, who was now living in Salt Lake City, Utah, had enrolled Jan in an all-girls Catholic school in California. He was told the school, he told the school that this, he was CIA and that they were on the run and in effort to keep Jan hidden away, he explained that if anyone came looking for Jan, they were bad guys. And then the FBI contacted the school, but they were reluctant, reluctant to disclose information about Jan, assuming what Birchhold told them was true. So he like made up this whole lie that people are out to get them and that he's the good guy and everyone else is the bad guy. They just believed him. Yeah, obviously, you know, like people would. <laughs> the FBI was able to get Jan out of uh, school and brought back to her home in Idaho. Birchtold was charged with the kidnapping again. Mm -hmm. The aftermath of the second kidnapping. While Jan, while, while in jail, sorry. While in jail for the first time, Birchhold convinced two guys he would pay them $1,000 to burn down the Broberg store, which the two guys did. The Brobergs now feared for their lives. Birchhold was then brought to trial again for first-degree kidnapping, but was not convicted. Instead, he was sentenced to a mental facility in 1997, which he was released six months later nice because this guy needs to be out on the streets yeah jan still believes she was on a mission it was only when jan finally turned 16 that she realized the mission she was on the whole time was maybe fake mm -hmm. jan asked her parents to go to the theater camp for the summer while Away from home, Jan started to question, have these questions if the aliens were real or not. Uh, a plan to carry out the rest of the mission herself in which she, she'll kill herself and her sister Karen. Eventually, she gets the sense that her life is fine and that these aliens are not real. She tells this to her parents and her family begins to heal from the wounds caused by Birchtold. Jan's new life and the end of Birchtold. Jan and her mother started writing a book, Stolen Innocence, the Jan Burrowberg story. 
and eventually embarked on a speaking tour. First Schultz starts showing up at these events and talking to the media in order to shut this down, saying that what these two are spreading are lies. Jan filed a stalking charge and Birchhold cons uh, contested it. In the end, and Jan was granted the restraining order against Birchtold for the rest of his life. Thank God. Outside one speaking event in uh, 2005, Birchtold got into a fight with a group of BACA, Bikers Against Child Abuse member and was charged with three felonies and two misdemeanors. He was found guilty and was scheduled to be sentenced, but he didn't want to go to jail. His brother explained in the documentary that he overdosed on his own medication, suffering death by suicide. Yeah. Um... And that is it for that. He should have went to jail the first time. That just blows Yes! Up. Like, even though with the blackmail and everything, he still kidnapped a child. It doesn't matter if the parents are like, oh, you know, like, bring down the sentence. He's a good guy. No! He kidnapped someone. Boom! Jail. That's it. Not yeah. fucking ten days. And then he kidnaps her again. Oh, well, yeah. what happens? Nothing. Crazy. Yeah, everyone, you should watch that documentary. What is it on? Taken in Plain Sight and is on Netflix. Yeah. I didn't finish it, but I watched most of it. And it's just crazy. Even it's like crazy. Um, his brother, uh, the guy that killed him. What's his name? Sorry, I'm blanking. The Birch Told. The Birch Told. His brother yeah. said growing up, he was like weird too, though. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. He? yeah. Like he was always like that. Uh, I saw a really cool TikTok and they're like, you know, don't teach your kids, don't talk to strangers. And at first I was like, what the heck? Like, don't be saying this to kids. But then they're like, teach kids weird behavior, like strange behavior. Don't like, just because someone is being nice to you and like trying to help you out, like say, give you a, an umbrella, you can talk to that person. You know, they're just trying to be a good person. But if someone's trying to, like, you know, get you secluded and, like, do all that, like, that's strange behavior. They shouldn't be doing that. So I thought that was really cool. And, like, that that's right. Like, even, like, family members can have strange behavior. It's not a stranger. They're your family members, you know? Mm -hmm. And most most cases are like that, whereas family members, so. Well, yeah, they, like, he, like, that guy, he was basically, like, family to them. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like, they were calling him Dad, B. Like, they had nicknames. They were probably going over every night for dinner. The crazy thing to me is, like, when the parents were talking about when, like, like she ended up doing stuff with him and, like, she cheated on her husband with him. Yeah. Like, they talked about it. They talked about it, right? And then he told her that he also did stuff with him. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, a big, like, blow up. And then they're like, oh, so, like, he's sleeping with everyone in this family. <laughs> it's crazy that, like, someone has that much power or can, like, manipulate you that much. Yeah, exactly. Not like, that's grueling. crazy. 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 Yeah, so Taken in Plain Sight, uh, if you want to give that a watch, that was just a brief summary, but yeah, it, it goes into way more detail for sure for the, the documentary, but just seeing what she went through and like hearing her accounts, it's crazy. To be kidnapped twice by the same guy, crazy. Crazy. But to lighten the mood, I have some random questions. So I have... One out of 25 questions on this list, and you have to pick three. So, okay. one from 25. Pick a number. Ten. Ten. Have you ever noticed that easy open packages never seem to open that easy? You know what? I can say yes to this. I hate that when you like peel and then it goes straight up instead of peeling sideways. Oh yeah, I know. I'm the worst. Like I my parents used to hate when I'd open stuff in the house because they'd be like, Oh Taylor, open this. <laughs> like I 
couldn't open anything right. Oh, I like scissors. They come in like the strongest plastic ever. And it's like, so I need two pairs of scissors? Yeah. Pretty much. All right, pick another question. Five. Five. What is one thing you refuse to share? Let's say food. Yeah. Refuse to share. Oh, this is hard. I kind of like sharing stuff. Yeah, me too. But like, is there that one thing that you'd be like, no, this is mine? Um, my toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, me too. I'm thinking more like food. Oh, my scrubby. Your scrubby, my- yeah. That, that's all like hygienic. I meant like food or like something Ooh. that people usually share that you're like, no. My chocolate, but Phil does it anyways. <laughs> that's stealing, <It's> not- so. <laughs> There's a reason why I have a stash. Girls need a chocolate stash, and he always finds it. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I like my own food. I don't like it when people are like, try some of my food. Try some of my food. Like, that drives me insane. When, like, people try to force feed me stuff, that, that's too much for me. All right, one more question. Mm, let's do 16. 16. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, my God. One food. That's hard. One food. One. F- Honestly, like, potatoes. <laughs> yeah, because then you can make it any any way you want it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, hmm. One food. I would have, like, everything on a pizza, like an everything pizza, so it's, like, the most expensive pizza, and then when I'm like, ah, I don't want this on my pizza tonight, I'll just take that off my pizza. Wow! I didn't know we could do, like, like that. Like well, I was pizza. just, that, that's what I was thinking. Cupcake, that's smart. Yeah. Like but just a potato? <laughs> You're thinking of one ingredient. <laughs> yeah, one. I changed it to burritos. You can burritos. Burrito. Yeah. No, that's that's a good choice too. Mm-hmm. Tacos all the time. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my game is this or that. Ooh, this or that. All right, I'm ready. Sight or sound? Oh, you know what? I don't think I could live without music. I really don't think I could. So. I think I'd go for my sight, yeah. I, I would rather lose my hearing. I need to see. Yeah? Yeah. I guess I need to see for my job, so. <laughs> that makes sense. Being yeah. deaf would be easier, for it, sure. It would less inconvenience you. It's still inconvenience you, for sure, but it less inconvenience you. Yeah. But then you could get another dog. <laughs> A support dog. That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Poke out your eyes. <laughs> Money or love? I love. Money oh. comes and goes. Too. Yeah, of course. Night or night? Night out or night in? Night in. I'm an introvert. Night Unless out. it's like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> I like night outs. Okay. Bill, split the bill or take turns paying? Oh. I don't know. I think take turns paying is fine, but even splitting the bill is fine with me. I wouldn't be offended for either, but yeah. for the rest of my life, for one of them, uh, I guess just one in one for paying. Yeah, that's what you feel do anyways. You know, it's like, oh, I got paid this weekend. I'll, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clean as you cook or clean at the end? Clean at the end. That's what I do. I'd like to clean as I cook. No, clean as you cook. You have to. I, I'd like to, but I'm not that person. <laughs> clean a litter box or walk a dog? Clean a litter box. <laughs> walk a dog. Nah. Dirty bathroom or dirty kitchen? Oh, I guess dirty bathroom. Same. Because that's where your food is in the kitchen and yeah. you just want that clean. And people see that more. You yeah. see 
Ketchup or ranch? <laughs> that depends on what you're putting it on. Ranch on everything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't eat ranch as much, so I guess I'd have to go with ketchup. Phone in the bathroom or no phone in the bathroom? For, like, using the toilet? Yeah, or shower or anything. Phone in the bathroom? Yeah, for sure. I listen to podcasts while I shower. I, like, bring my... I, I go scroll TikTok or Instagram while I'm on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> or in the bathroom. If I... If someone told me no phone in the bathroom, I would applaud them. What? Like, do people actually do that? Is that, like, a rule? I'm sure there's weirdos out there that don't bring their phone in the bathroom. Oh. Be- that That's, like, weird. Like, think of us as kids when we didn't have phones. We just literally... I, I used to pick up a book. Yeah, that's right. Like, or something. But we didn't have phones. No, that's right. So we would just be in there with no phone. Like, I couldn't imagine now. I couldn't either. <laughs> Reading a shampoo bottle. <laughs> It's weird because sometimes I forget my phone and I'm like, no. Yeah. (laughs) It'll never come out. Uh, Zombies or vampires? Mm, To fight against? I don't know. Or to be? What do you like? Um, I mean, vampires would be stronger, so I'd rather zombies to kill. But if I was going to be one, I'd be a vampire. Yeah. Instead of a zombie vampire and then yeah yeah, zombies to kill Mm -hmm. air guitar or air drums air guitar air drums (laughs) every time i try an air guitar i'm like i look stupid oh yeah me too (laughs) you you can only look good if you actually know how to play the guitar i'm like this there's some good people out there that know how that's right yeah (laughs) night or morning Oh, I am not a morning person at all. Oh, I am. At all. Like, people talk to me in the morning. It's like, do you really have to open your mouth right now? <laughs> I ah. love morning. No. <laughs> Sam's a morning person, too. I know. Me and Sam actually have a lot of stuff in common. I find you and Phil have a lot of stuff in Yeah, I know. We're like <laughs> opposites. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean you are best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Sam and Phil are best friends. Yeah. Um, what last one? Reality show or documentary? Ooh. I mean, they're both kind of the same thing, but they're not. Because yeah. reality reality TV is like more scripted. Yeah. But it's a like- good documentary is like it hits the a certain way. So um mm. Reality TV. I thought you would have said documentary. The drama. Right? That's why I love reality. It's like a mind number and like it's just drama. Yeah, exactly. And it's not in your life. You can just watch it unfold and you're like, damn, what are you going to do about it? It's not my life. (laughs) Documentary is just too much information for me. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes when I'm like really into the subject, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't get enough. But yeah. then other times it's like, oh my god, like I don't care about your kids. Move yeah. on. Well, I can too with documentaries. Like it, like it has to be really interesting in my own way that I find stuff interesting. Like, like the guy, the voice has to be interesting, and like yeah. if they have a lot of videos and pictures. I don't like documentaries where it's like the fake people. Yeah. Like, it bothers me. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Sam, he couldn't watch the night soccer. Like, I watched all that, but he couldn't watch it because one of the cops, he didn't like how they talked. He's like, oh, my God, I can't watch this anymore. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny. It's so true. Like, I see a lot of these videos on Facebook. It's like when your boyfriend gets into your reality TV shows. And it's so true. Like, I've been watching, like, Love is Blind, and, like, the boys have been like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. yeah it's just like Yellowstone Sam's like no I don't think I'm gonna watch it and then he was like let's watch Yellowstone (laughs) apparently I I saw a post it was like season five is the last season they're they're gonna be making like the another season but it's like to tie in this season so it's like last season and that's it so I don't know what we're at right now we're at five yeah, I think we you ended you finished it, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I so think that five and then they're just doing like another series, but I think it's just to finish it off. Yeah. There's like I'm wait I'm just waiting for those 
yet to come out because I'm not really into like they have the older ones before them and then they have like the other ones too. Yeah. It's like too old for me. Yeah. The Prairie. (laughs) (laughs) You know what show I've been dying to watch because I used to watch it when I was a kid? Anna Green Gables. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Nowhere has it. Like, not Prime, not Crave, not Disney, not Netflix. I can't even rent it. That's so weird. What about... Uh, I No, you probably don't want another subscription anyway. Actually, maybe I can rent it on Microsoft, uh, like the Xbox store. Maybe to- YouTube. Maybe YouTube. Because yeah. that shit was awesome. Yeah, I love that. And I love the cartoon that they made of it. I loved everything about Anna Green Gables. <laughs> seen the new one that they made it's not bad it's like on netflix and it's a new one with like a redhead little girl and have you seen it i've seen the trailer for it but i didn't watch it it looks good it's, it's always good with anna green gables it's good but it's not the same as the old one I no just, of course not yeah. she's more tomboy i yeah. find in the old one she was gorgeous too yeah like i yeah, love she is yeah yeah well we'll have to have an anna green gable night Yes, that would be great. <laughs> Maybe we could podcast about it. How do oh! you guys feel about Anna Green Gables? Yeah, let us know. Just yes. like movie Green Fried Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to jump off. Yeah. It was fun, though. It was really fun. We're happy to be back. We're going to be back next. In two weeks. In two weeks, yes. We're still going to do the two weeks thing uh, on Tuesdays. And, yeah, don't forget to give us a like, some comments. We love to hear from you guys. And follow us and share us. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. We love you guys. We hope everyone has a great day. And And stay chatty. chatty.